Unleashed and Inspired podcast. A simple warning, we may drop an F-bomb or other descriptive words just in case you have small children with you or are at work. We know many of you are planning right now from your cubicle. You've been warned. The Engaged and Inspired podcast. Let's be honest, planning a wedding is tricky. And at Be Engaged and Inspired, we'll share our knowledge to help you navigate these tricky waters and leaving you feeling inspired. The Engaged and Inspired podcast is sponsored by EasyEventPlanning.com, who make planning any event fast and easy. EasyEventPlanning.com. And now your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. Welcome to Be Engaged and Inspired podcast. DJ Sam here from Atmosphere Productions Disc Jockey Service. And Kia here from Engaged Connecticut. Welcome, so, welcome, welcome. Yeah, well, it's Wednesday, so we need a wedding tip before we introduce our guest. Wedding tip Wednesday for today can be found on the Be Engaged and Inspired Facebook group page. Go there every Wednesday and you'll get a handsome tip. And today's tip is get that branded face mask and hand sanitizer. And Key and I have been doing weddings now uh, during the COVID Mm -hmm. and I've seen some pretty cool face masks. And I suggest if you can get one branded with your wedding dates and your name on, get one. It's cool. Or you can get them sparkly or looking, you know. Yeah, bling. You can bling them out. You can bling them out. I've seen some guests. We had a wedding where we are actually recording from today where one of the guests did have a totally blinged out one that matched her entire outfit. It was cool. That's the way to do it. Yep. So we are recording from a special location. And and it could because it's Bob. It could be an undisclosed. It could be an undisclosed CIA location. <laughs> location. <laughs> so we're going to introduce you to Bob, who is the owner, founder, innkeeper, master of the Inn at Mount Pleasant. Hi, Bob. Howdy. Hi, Bob. Welcome. So where actually are we located? We are at 505 University Drive in Torrington, Connecticut. This is like a part of Torrington that I don't think people realize exists. I never knew. The first time I came out here, I, I said to myself, this has got to be Fairfield County. It can't be Torrington anymore. We're sitting on what? How many acres of land? It used to be the former Deming Dairy Farm of 70 acres. Ah, that's why. When I purchased it, I purchased it with the intention of subdividing it into home sites, which I did. I had no intention of moving it to the farmhouse. In fact, I almost had it pre-sold. Guy gave me a $1,000 deposit. Then a month later, he backed out. Did you keep the deposit? I returned it. Oh, okay. (laughs) I was living in Poughkeepsie in a two-bedroom apartment, and my friend said, why not move in the farmhouse? I'm thinking, why not? Why not? next week, I moved in. So now I am in Torrington, a beautiful fall, and wondering, this is not part of the game plan. (laughs) So now, this could have been homes. It could have been a, a development. Some homes have been built. But because of the real estate uh, depression in 2006, 2007, home sites were not selling. So the barn that we're sitting in, which is the event barn space, so this was not the only barn that was located on the property? No, the original farm had the large barn that we're sitting in and two smaller barns. But because of their age, they were really in bad shape, and the two smaller barns have been uh, demolished. But actually, they've been demolished, and this is a story that we'll come back to. But they've also been made into the farm tables that most of these wedding guests sit at. Ah, uh, that makes total sense. <laughs> yes, I, in my spare time, I started making barnwood tables, and the uh, wedding guests love them. Yeah, yeah. they're amazing. And yeah, each one's a little bit different. The legs are always a little bit different. Um, as a person who has moved them, um, some times. of them are heavier than others. <laughs> exactly. But I guess that's just how it is. So clearly, you had no intention of 
making this into a B and B and an event space, but it's sort of slowly. Obviously, well, the B and B started first. The way I like to describe it, sometimes you plan your life, and none of the plans work out. <laughs> I feel what like that's happening a lot to yeah. people right now. What happened here, besides purchasing the farm, everything else was not planned. I never intended to move in the farmhouse, but I did. Then, because the real estate market was really dead on arrival in 2007, I was fortunate to have five home sites pre-sold on the closing, which was July 5th, 2006. After that, the brokers weren't showing the property, weren't listing it, nothing was happening. Uh, so you had to do something. You so had to I do said, something. if I don't create a marketing plan, right, I could lose the rest of the lots. So then I'm thinking, if the farmhouse became a bed and breakfast. People will come in from the city, see the beauty of this property, and buy into it. In, I think it was October 2008, it became the Inn at Mount Pleasant at Bed and Breakfast. And you have four rooms, which can sleep up to ten guests. It started with two rooms, <laughs> then it became four rooms. One um, of the nice things is every single room has its own bathroom. Oh, yes. Like I think sometimes people think like a and b is that you have to share a bathroom. Not here. Not this one. The other part of the story is that the B&B worked, but you can't just say, I'm going to open up a B&B and think it'll be very easy to do. The property has to be in a real estate zone that allows for a bed and breakfast. Mm -hmm. oh. By chance, this 70 acres had two real estate zones. One was an R60 and the other was RWP. RWP means single family home only. R60 means single family home plus a laundry list of other options, including <laughs> a bed and breakfast. The unusual thing about it, zoning lines usually follow the road. In this case, the zoning line separating R60 from RWP went diagonally from the corner of one property to the rear of the barn, followed the rear wall of the barn, and then went diagonally back to University Drive. That's so weird. That's, that is weird. Everything on this side of that line, including the farmhouse and the barn, was R60. Wow. Well, it goes to show you that um, sometimes small towns um, are a little strange when it comes to their planning and Very zoning different. rules. Yes. I think the word is gerrymandering. <laughs> <laughs> you but promised before we started this we no were not politics. getting pol political. <laughs> but it worked. So when he went for permission to have a and b since I'm already in a B&B uh, &B zone, there was no issue. Okay, and then you started renovating the barn. You had already had a few weddings here because your daughter got married here, but she well, got married in the field. Here. No, before that, my daughter wanted to get married on the property. The barn was not ready, but we had a huge tent in the back. This was 2009, I think, or 2010. Anyway, after that wedding, word got out that you could have weddings at Mount Pleasant. We started getting uh, phone calls about having weddings here, so Maggie and I said, sure, come on down. Funny how Which, that gets out, right? Funny. <laughs> never intended to move in the farmhouse, never intended to do a B&B, never intended to do the wedding game, and we did all three. Yeah. And it worked out incredibly well, thanks to Kia also. Ah, oh, thanks. I was not, I didn't pay him. I'm just <laughs> going to put that out there. Well, one of the things that happened is um, I did Maggie's daughter's wedding, and I did her daughter's best friend's wedding. And... Maggie's daughter came to me and said, you guys have started to do weddings here. And she was concerned that people were um, taking advantage of this yes. beautiful location, which yes. can happen. And like you said, the barn <clears throat> wasn't completely done, but you were using it. You were renovating it. You've been always, I mean, literally every time I come here, 
something changes. Yeah. I mean, Sam just said it today. He was like, ooh. <laughs> I didn't know this. they'd finish the stairs outside, but I haven't been in here in about a year, so that was quite amazing. Yeah, but so that started to change the way um, couples viewed this space because I think in our first meeting that I had with Bob about it, he was just like, they want the barn? <laughs> yeah, he didn't really understand the reasoning why brides would ever want to get married in a barn. And very quickly, we, you know, started adding in new stairs, doing things. But now you've had this entire barn reinforced. Like, what did they do? Because I remember, you know. Right, when I moved in, the barn was at risk of collapsing. The foundation walls down below were really in bad shape. So I was able to, this is 2000, maybe 7, 2008. I applied for a grant. And my first application, I was awarded $5,000, but it was two for one. I had to put up 10. And with that money, I replaced about 100 feet of new footings and concrete walls, which stabilized the barn. I thought it was no big deal because only 5000 not 50 But when people heard about it, they said it was a big deal because <laughs> it's unusual to get funding with your first application. Wow. So, so anyway, you're magical, the, Bob. The barn is listed with the State of Connecticut Historical uh, Register. Yeah. And then recently, what, like two or three years ago, the entire basement got... So this is barn has three levels. It's got the loft, it's got the main level, and then it has underneath the barn that used to have the cows. So then all of that got dug up, and you put in new... I don't know what they're called, but... Steel columns. Well, that goes to the the fact that we started having weddings without having any, uh, I guess, permits to have weddings here, it happened gradually. Then after it started becoming very popular, the building department, uh, they started snooping around, which is <laughs> Funny what how they that do. happens. Yes. Well, that's what they do. But they also did me a favor. They said, I have to hire a structural engineer to do a study of the barn to make sure it's safe. Which is and good. And hire a, an architect to do a study of the barn for people. So the engineer came, did his study, and he said, I have to replace some of the steel columns down below. Where there used to be one, he now wanted two. Everything he wanted done was done, inspected, approved, and the building department was happy. So one of the things is, I, having um, been underneath the barn when we had 200 people in here dancing, very thankful for the steel beams that, you know, <laughs> hold everything in place. For that 200-person wedding, they had the reception, like the tent and everything was outside, and then they brought everybody in here for just for dancing. dancing. yeah. Then but. the architect did a study of the barn for people as opposed to cows, and that included, mm-hmm. oh, uh, occupancy, egress doors, emergency lighting, a handicap ramp, staircases his list of things uh everything he wanted done was done inspected approved so now we are 100 percent legitimate with the building department you were telling me about the stairs and i didn't know this and i'm sure our listeners will find this very interesting what did they tell you about the stairs in a a house a residential step to step is usually eight inches here for people step to step could be no more than seven inches so the staircases that were here which were eight inches had to be taken down rebuilt so they meet the seven inch rise condition and you can notice it immediately as you walk in Mm -hmm. it's much easier to walk up the stairs but it's such a weird thing that they you know i mean i i I would have never i don't think i've ever walked by and been like hey this is like a seven inch gap (laughs) instead of an eight inch gap but okay i mean i I noticed it immediately i know you did it's important to have the approval A few years ago, a wedding couple was already set to have a wedding in a facility someplace along the shore in Connecticut. And that person had a large piece of property, wanted to build a barn on it. 
no problem. He got a permit. He built the barn. Then he wanted to host weddings. A huge problem because it wasn't in a zone for weddings. Yep. Right. So this bride and groom, they were already committed to have the wedding there. The town found out about it. Mm-hmm. They shut them down. Yep. And then the bride and groom found Mount Pleasant. And this is the thing. The, yeah. This is the conversation we constantly have with um, people who say like, "Hey, I'm getting married here," and we sort of do like the tilted head thing and go like, "Ooh, are they actually a venue? Are they not a venue?" Yeah. I mean, you're fully insured. Like you said, you have handicap access spaces. You have plenty of parking, which we'll discuss the parking lot when we come back because we're going to take a quick break. Be engaged and inspired. We'll be right back. I'm Mary Coburn, wedding celebrant and officiant, and I invite you to visit my website, marycoburn.com. That's M-A-R-Y-C-O-B-U-R-N.com to learn more about how I use my extensive wedding knowledge, energy, and creative talents to add that personal touch to an unforgettable wedding ceremony. Call me at 860-519-4127 and we can discuss your details. That's 860-519-4127 or online at marycoburn.com. Heidi Hansen Photography. Fun, happy, a little unorthodox, sometimes silly, with lots of candid. Hi, this is Heidi from Heidi Hansen Photography. www.heidihansenphotography.com. I like being goofy with my couples, making them laugh, and overall just having a blast on their wedding day. Every wedding day is different, and that is what keeps my job super awesome. I service Connecticut and New York. You can find me on www.HeidiHansenPhotography.com and also on social media. Hey, Sam, when it comes to finding the right professional vendor, it can seem overwhelming to know where to start. It can, Kia, unless you use EasyEventPlanning.com because they'll find perfect vendors for your event within your budget and deliver them right to your inbox. You can search through over 28 categories of party and wedding services. Get the details you need to narrow down your choices quickly with their category-specific profiles. Chat with vendors via text, audio, or video from any device. EasyEventPlanning.com will make planning your wedding or event easy from their extensive vendor directory to their free tips on favors, decorations, themes, and more. Contact them today at EasyEventPlanning.com. Meadowbrook Estate is the hidden gem of Connecticut. Located in Marlboro, Connecticut, we offer a -a one-of-a-kind wedding experience with lodging for up to 30 guests, choose from our indoor or outdoor gated wedding package. This luxury venue is versatile and still fits within your style and budget. Visit us at MeadowbrookEstateCT.com. Hey, Aaron Miller here from Aaron Miller Photography. I'm Michelle from Destination Weddings Unlimited. This is Marty Q. Hey, everybody. This is Lizzie from Lizzie's Catering in Coventry, Connecticut. And I always listen to DJ Sam and Kia on the Be Engaged and Inspired podcast. I listen every week inside of our new mobile tuxedo. And I listen to the Be Engaged and Inspired podcast every single Wednesday. And you know what? It's free. 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 Free on iTunes and Google Podcasts. I suggest you listen to. You should listen to. When your wedding entertainment has to have amazing music, be fun, organized, and professional, your choice has to be Atmosphere Productions. DJs, live musicians, custom lighting, and photo booths. As seen on the TLC TV series, Four Weddings, winner of the Wedding Wire Couples Choice. Award and DJ Times DJ of the Month. Experience the difference. www.atmosphere-productions.com. That's www.atmosphere-productions.com. Welcome to the Inn at Mount Pleasant. Contact us at the Inn at Mount Pleasant.com. Located in the hills of Torrington, our classic New England bed and breakfast and historic barn is the perfect location for your personalized wedding weekend. Contact us at the Inn at Mount Pleasant. 
MarkLeanPleasant.com. If you're sick with COVID-19 or think you might have it, take steps to help protect other people from getting sick. Stay home except to get medical care. Call the doctor before visiting. Separate yourself from others who live with you. Wear a cloth face covering to protect others. Cover your coughs and sneezes with a tissue and clean your hands right away. Avoid sharing items with other people in your home. This includes things like towels and bedding. Be sure dishes are washed in hot water or the dishwasher before anyone else uses them. Stay aware of how you feel. If you start to have difficulty breathing or if you're worried about your health, call your doctor. For more tips, visit cdc.gov. Now, back to Be Engaged and Inspired podcast, sponsored by easyeventplanning.com, who make planning any event fast and easy. easyeventplanning.com. And now your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. Welcome back to Be Engaged and Inspired, the podcast. Out on location on this absolutely gorgeous day. I love being out. Thank you for letting me get out of the house today, Kia. Your wife let you out. I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) So we're at the Inn in Mount Pleasant, and we've been speaking to Bob, and we mentioned Bob's beloved thing that he built. Was it last year? The parking lot, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the nice things is because we are on such about 10 acres of land, um, we used to park everybody up here by the house, but we started having ceremonies out in the field. Sometimes when guests come to park, um, their parking skills are not necessarily the the best in the world. So we always have a parking attendant at a wedding. Oh, that's good to have. Yes, but Bob built like an actual parking lot in the field, like put the lines out, dug out each line, put in gravel... Oh, so everybody can see it. So everybody can see it. So they have no excuse when they don't listen to the parking attendant oh. and we come back to them and say, could you please move your like, uh. car? How long did that take you to do, Bob? Well, when in the first attempt, it was reasonably okay, but it wasn't <laughs> perfect. The lines weren't painted in. So then I'm thinking, if I don't create a real parking lot like they have at uh, the supermarket, this is not going to work. And the other reason that it happened, because... That was on lot number 15, one of the home sites of the subdivision. Luckily, it didn't sell. So because of that, I was able to use that home site and make it into a parking lot. Which means another for entrance. About 70 cars. And it okay. worked very well. Yeah, and 70 cars is a big thing. I mean, but Bob has a tendency to show this um, parking lot to, off to everybody. And I mean, it is a very nice parking <laughs> lot. We'll make sure Sam would get to double check it again. But for some reason, every time a couple calls me after they visited with Bob and have toured everything, all of them mention the parking lot. And I don't understand. I mean, I, I get it. It's nice. It's the see, best what part. I did, I went to one of the supermarkets. I measured the spaces between <laughs> no, the lines, <laughs> measured the length. So now I had it accurate. <laughs> I did the layout. And it's a real parking lot. So when you come into it, you have a special driveway cut. You see the lines, and you automatically have a reflex park between the lines. You don't need anyone to tell you where to park. It is genius. Brilliant. But a part of this was the fact that we did want to make sure that when couples were here and enjoying, one of the hardest parts, especially if you have outside space, which during COVID is even more important, you don't necessarily want cars in the background of your ceremony of or your pictures of or course. people walking back and forth, and some yep. people's cars don't look as nice. And, you know, it just it leaves for a very messy look. And we're in such a pretty... As you said, Bob, elevated. We're elevated amongst other parts of Torrington. We're not in a flood zone. We're not in a flood zone. There's always a little bit of wind. It's During summer days, it's definitely a little bit cooler here. Um, but we wanted to make sure that, that couples, and especially if you have lots of staff who come from like catering, having to try to park everybody into a small space yep. was um, cumbersome. Exactly. One of the 
unusual things is most barns don't even think about a parking lot. Mm -mm. You just go park in the street or wherever. So this is already taken care of for you here. Yeah. You know, everything that happened here was just, uh, as I said, some things you can't plan, and everything happened. It worked out well. Yeah. When I first saw the property, my intention was to turn it into a subdivision and make it into a, a upscale home uh, subdivision. So when I saw the property, I liked what I saw, but I wanted more information. I was a builder developer in Dutchess County, New York, and other uh, areas, yep. Long Island, et cetera. And I wanted more information. So I spoke with a local land surveyor in Litchfield County. And during the conversation, he said he was getting ready to retire. And of all the properties he surveyed, none was more beautiful than the Mount Pleasant Farm. That's all I needed. Yeah, sometimes oh, talking to wow. the locals is important. That's smart. So before we end this episode, one of the important things that we do need to say is that because of COVID and all these rules, everything that's going on, and they're always changing, um, we've had weddings here in this season, which a lot of venues have not been doing. We've been putting a tent out. People have been having dinner outside. They've been social distancing. We have a beautiful, huge field where people can have the ceremony and not be anywhere close to each other because Bob does like a crop circle out in the middle of the field. That's what he, he calls does. it. That's what the lady. That's what the bride who I spoke to yesterday. She said we even visited the crop circle, yep. and I was like, okay, that's what it looks like. <laughs> it, it does. does. <laughs> it does. And then, um, and you can spread around here. You can have catering on one side of the barn, everybody else on the other side of the barn, and you can still use the barn to come through. Um, you can have limited dancing in here, things like that. So there are options. And mm -hmm. the nice thing about here is Bob is so flexible. So like, somebody will say, hey, I'm thinking about putting this here, and he'll be like, sure, let me add an outlet mm -hmm. in or do whatever it needs to be yeah. done because you like projects. You've had food trucks here. I did a wedding with yep. food trucks, a pizza mm -hmm. food, uh, food truck. So you can turn this facility into whatever uh, need you want it to be for your wedding. That's the great advantage of it. It's an open plan. It is. And so, Bob, I would ask you what your social media handles are, but I know that yeah, you, yeah. you don't know what they are. So it is the inatmountpleasant.com is the way that you can find it online. And the In at Mount Pleasant is on Facebook and Instagram as well. So thank you very much for joining us today. been a pleasure. And this has been a great location. Absolutely. Can we and come back? I, we, I'm sure we can come back. I mean, I'm going to be here like in a few days anyways. <laughs> I have a wedding. I might just stay. <laughs> so uh, any last parting words, Sam? You need to go to my new. I have. Um, yes. We've updated the eight questions you must ask a wedding vendor uh, before you book them. There are actually 10, but we've kind of made the list stay at eight and we've oh subdivided God. it so you you need a little chart when you go in there to see which ones we've added but the eight questions you must ask a vendor before booking them is now actually 10 just want to let you know when you go in there don't be surprised if we give you two extra for free at no additional charge oh, that's because the that's the way we are yes you're go so get sweet. it on our website all the w's.atmosphere-productions.com that's where you go to get our eight questions you must ask a wedding vendor and now remember you can download us for free or subscribe on itunes and google play and we are coming to spotify as soon as they update their system and remember if you have any questions that you'd like us to cover please send us an email at engagect at gmail.com and come back next Wednesday because we'll be here. Be Engaged and Inspired podcast is sponsored by EasyEventPlanning.com, who make planning any event fast and easy. EasyEventPlanning.com, produced and copyrighted by Atmosphere Productions in association with Engage Connecticut. Mm -hmm.